welcome to another C3 Church Rockingham podcast. For more information about C3 Rockingham, please visit www.c3r.org.au. Father God, we just thank you. We thank you for your presence in this place, Lord. We thank you for the miracles that are brewing, Father, in your church, in our lives. We thank you, Lord God, the miracles that are going to happen in doorways, in in hallways, in corridors. We thank you, Father, that even during worship, people will get healed. Tumors will begin to shrink and die. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Holy Spirit. We are here, Lord. Do as you will with us. Thank you, God. Praise God. And for those that are joining online, I welcome you. I so wish you were here in person. There is an environment in this place that is exciting my heart, that I know God is just about to do something. We are in the... We are in that period where you, it, 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 we are expecting. We are in the ninth month, if you know what I'm saying. The, 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 you are starting to have the, 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 little, the little pains of birth, but we are almost there. This morning, I just so wish it was a, a Bible study because the message that I carry, I wish it was a Bible study where we could really dig deeper into it. But it's, anyway, uh, I'll read from the book of uh, Luke chapter 1 from verse 39. I'll read from the New King James Version. It says, And Mary arose in those days, and she went into the hill country with haste into the city of Judah, and entered into the house of Zacharias, and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in a, in a womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spoke out in a loud voice and says, Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb. The fruit of thy womb. Now, I will just try and paraphrase this, this story from the beginning. This is an exciting time where things are changing in Israel. Zacharias was a, a priest. He goes to minister before God. He goes into the temple. It was his duty to, to burn the incense. And as he is performing his duty, the Bible says he, Zacharias and his wife Elizabeth, were righteous people, were faithful people before God. But they had no child and they were stricken in age. They were older people. You could call them old geezers. And they had no child. And the, Zacharias comes to this point where he's serving God, he's, he's burning incense, but right inside him is carrying a disappointment. Right inside him is carrying this pain that I've, I don't have anyone to inherit all that I have built. I don't have anyone to take over after me. I don't have anyone to be called after my name. And he's, 
Have you been to a place where you have served God faithfully? You have grown old, you have grown gray, and you're carrying this bitterness and disappointment that God has not done anything that you've been asking for. Have you been believing for a miracle for so long that you have come to a point where even if you go into the incense, even if you go into the presence of God, you can't believe anymore. Praise God. You, you could be just serving out of duty now. You are now just serving because that is what you do. You are now just serving because you are a loyal person. But do you still have your old faith? Do you still have the belief that you had been God before? Or have you carried this disappointment for so long that even when God himself appears to you, you will not believe him? Now Zacharias, an angel appears. Now, maybe just saying, but something happens in the incense. Incense represents prayer. Now, this was a time where he was praying for the nation. This was a time where he was praying, presenting incense before God. And an angel appears to him and he says, Zacharias, your, your wife Elizabeth is going to have a child. And he doesn't believe him because, well, look at me. Look at my wife. Do you think we can still have any children? And he doesn't believe the angel. And the angel says to him, you are going to be dumb until this is fulfilled. Now, the, the thing I love about this chapter is, it's not about the old people. It's also about the young people because the very same angel, five months later, he goes and approaches Elizabeth, a young woman. And he says the same thing. He gives a message. The Spirit of the Lord is going to come upon you. You're going to bear a child. And she says, how can it be? I've never been with a man. I'm an spouse to get married, but then I've never been with a man. And the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord, is there anything impossible with God? The Spirit of the Lord will, be, will come upon you and you're going to call the Son Jesus. And she believes well, maybe it's about a woman thing. It's a gender thing maybe. Women believe better than men do. She believes straight away and says, let it be unto me according to your word. But then she, the angel tells her that your cousin Elizabeth is a child. Now, I'll tell you something interesting. The word of God will always come and mess up with your plans. Elizabeth was preparing for a wedding. She was, no, Mary was preparing for a wedding. She was excited. I'm sure she had chosen the dress. I'm sure she was talking to a bridesmaid. She was so excited and the word of the Lord comes and she says, you're going to be pregnant. What a mess. What a mess. This is not what she was expecting. This is, what she was, this is not what she was bargaining for. What about Joseph himself? You know, there's a challenge to be chosen and then there's a challenge of being around people that are chosen. I wish you had time to delve, delve into that, but another time. I'm still paraphrasing. So, he, she, he, and Mary then goes to visit Elizabeth because, this is what I want you to get, because sometimes when you are carrying a promise, sometimes when the Spirit of the Lord has come upon you, sometimes you need to separate yourself from the normal. You need to move from the normal because, because of what now she was carrying, everything had changed. She couldn't hang out with her friends anymore. She couldn't hang out on Facebook anymore because the situation had changed. She couldn't hang out with the same girls she was playing with anymore. She couldn't hang out with the buddies anymore because her situation has changed. 
Now, maybe, just maybe, just maybe, because of what you are carrying inside you, just maybe you need to find someone who is going through the same thing. Just maybe you need to find someone with experience. Someone that has been there before. Someone who is carrying the same burden as you are. Someone who is carrying the same promise as you are. Someone who is got someone who is not barren. Someone who is who, who is caring. Someone who is pregnant. You need to surround yourself with people that are carrying things that will challenge you. You cannot hang around people that cannot challenge you anymore. You know, I, I, my problem is I, I, I'm not the smartest person. But if I become the smartest in my class, there's something wrong. It will be a special class. I have to be around people that challenge me to pray. I need to be around people that challenge me to seek God more. I need to be around people that will challenge me to go and delve into the Bible and say, I need to compare this. People who say things that I've never heard before. People who have done this journey before is who you want to surround yourself with. So Mary goes to Elizabeth and the Bible says, where, where we just read, the moment she knocked. Now, I want you to know something that Elizabeth's child had not moved in six months. Now she was confused. She doesn't know whether she's carrying a dead baby or she was carrying a live baby. She, the baby hasn't moved. Her husband has not said a word. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine being present, being pregnant and your husband hasn't said a word in six months? Can you imagine the challenge? Have you been, have you been carrying something? Have you been carrying a gift inside of you that has not moved in six months? Have you been carrying a prophecy that has not moved in six months? Have you, have you carried a, a gift in your life that hasn't manifested in six years? Something has not happened. You are carrying something, but you don't know whether it's still alive or not. You have never experienced the joy of being a Christian. You are a Christian, but have you had an encounter with God yet? Maybe you have been to church so many times, many services, but you have never encountered the living God. You have never encountered the Holy Spirit. You have heard other people say, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost, but you have never experienced yourself it, but you are carrying it inside of you. This is what Elizabeth was going through. She was carrying a baby that had not moved in six months. We have prophets here that have not prophesied in a long time. We have prophets here that have never seen, that have not seen a vision in a long time. Visionaries that have not seen a vision in a long time. We have people here that have books that have not, they, they have not written. God has given them an idea, but they have not done anything yet. They have people, we have people here that have gifts of, 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 of healing that has never healed even a cough. Oh, come on, I'll say it again. You've got, a, you've got a gift of healing, but you have never even prayed for a person with a cold and they've recovered. You are carrying a, a, a gift that you think it is dead. A stillbirth. But guess what? The moment that Mary arrived, the Bible says, and the baby leaped inside her. You, you, you need to come closer to people that will cause your baby to live. You need to surround yourself with people that will cause an excitement inside you. People that will ignite your gift. People that will fan the gift that is inside you. You need to excite yourself around people that will cause you to live. That will cause you to live for joy. 
That is what we are called for. We need people around us, people that will cause a resurrection, people that will cause you to dream again, people that will cause you to see God again with different eyes. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? You need people like that in your life that when they come, you know things are going to change. When they enter into through that door, you know think this is going to be a different service today because so and so is coming. Because they carry something with them that causes a resurrection. They carry the gift of the Holy Spirit that causes an excitement that changes the momentum of the service. Praise God. That's the kind of anointing that I want. That when I rock up, I know. When I rock up, things will be different. When I rock up, the environment will be different. When I rock up, I know people that were sad will begin to laugh again. People that were dying will live again. Praise God. People that have not known life for a long time. When you show up because of what is inside you, you are carrying a resurrection. The Bible says the power that raised Jesus from the dead now lives inside of you. So the moment you come to things that are dying, oh, I feel the anointing. The moment you come to things that are dying, the moment you are employed by a company that is about to fold because of the anointing that is inside of you, because of the gifting that is inside of you, they will resurrect. They will live again. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Oh, my God. Now, this is the exciting, this is the exciting thing. That when, when, when Mary, because of the gift that she had inside of her, because of the, the child that she was carrying inside her, the moment she, she entered into Elizabeth's house, everything changed. Praise God. The little baby that had not moved for six months leaped for joy. Praise God. I don't know what it is that you've been carrying for so long that that has not moved. I don't know what gifting you've operated in. You know, I would like to think I am a prophet, but there are times when I know other people, when other people rock up, when other prophets rock up, I'll sit down and listen because I know they've got better experience than I do, because I know they carry a bigger anointing than I do. There are other people that carry a better anointing than I do. So I will humble myself and sit at their feet and say, speak on your servant is listening. This is the problem with the church today. We cannot humble ourselves to experience. We cannot humble ourselves to people that have been through something. We think some people are no longer relevant. But let me tell you something. Elizabeth was relevant. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Although Mary was carrying the, the Messiah, Elizabeth was relevant in a ministry. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't care how anointed you are. You know, let me, let me not disappoint you. I don't care how anointed you are. But as long as you cannot humble yourself to experience, as long as you cannot humble yourself to mature people, you cannot go anywhere in your ministry. This is why people get excited for two days and it dies off. People get anointed for two days. They come and preach two messages and the next time they can't think of any other scripture. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's because you cannot humble yourself to experience. Be a disciple. Come and sit under someone else's feet and learn. And practice that which you have learned. This is what we have lost in the church today, disciples. Everyone wants to be the teacher. 
Everyone wants, wants followers. Followers on Facebook. Followers on. Everyone wants as many followers as they can. No one knows to, to follow anymore. You got to learn to follow first before you can lead. Although you are carrying a greater gift. But then you got to have a mentor. You need someone with experience. You need someone that has done it before. You need someone who, who, who is carrying some scars of ministry. Because if, if you've never bled for ministry, you've never been in ministry. If, if, they've never, if they've never insulted you, then you've never been in ministry to tell you. You have never been in a fight until you have been in a church fight. Ah, oh, you think you fight with your mother-in-law. Get into ministry, get into ministry, get into full-time ministry. And then that's when you know what a fight is. You, you, think, you think to yourself, are there any Christians, are these people actually saved? And they're asking themselves the same thing, are these people actually saved? Let me tell you something, it is a challenge. But then it is something that is doable if we humble ourselves. It is something that is doable. The world is watching. The world is watching the church. And the world is laughing at the church. Because all that we do is just tear each other apart. Other than supporting the gift that is in my friend. Other than supporting the gift that is in my sister, in my brother. Other than sitting up there and lifting them up and saying, I know you are anointed. I know walking with you is a blessing to me. Because I know the anointing that is in you is not for yourself. It is not for me, but it is for the world. It is for everybody else that is around us. It is for our children's children. Your anointing is not for yourself. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When God gives you a gift, it is not for yourself. It is for other people. It is for, not for you to shine. It is not for you to shine. It, it, prophecy is not so that you have a name for yourself. Healing is not so that you can have a name for yourself. That when you, when you rock up, people get healed. But it is for other people. It is for the glory of the Most High God. It is for other people. You are anointed. You are carrying a child for other people. For the Bible says, Now unto us a son is born. A child is given. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Praise God. It is for the whole church. It is for the whole nation. It is for Rockingham. Your anointing is for Western Australia. It is for Australia. It is for, for, for the whole of the Atlantic region. Your, 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 it is for the whole of the Pacific region. Your, your anointing is not as small as you think it is. It may be only two months old. It may be only a few months old. But I tell you that your anointing is greater than what you are looking at. Your anointing is bigger than what you are expecting it to do. It is greater and greater, but all you need to do is humble yourself, go and learn, and then stand up and practice it. Oh, praise God. Now I'm really excited. I'm really excited about the, 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 the season that the church is in. We are in this season. We have a lot of Zacharias that are burning incense, still disappointed, but they are doing it anyway. But let me congratulate you. You are still doing it. Well done. Keep on doing it. The angel will appear. Keep on doing it. Keep on burning the incense. Even in you know, disappointment, keep on showing up. Keep on serving even if you don't get any appreciation. Keep on doing it even if you can't hear God speak anymore. Keep on doing it. Keep on doing it. Well done, Zacharias. Keep on coming. Keep on showing up. 
Well done Mary for, for believing straight away, but well done Moses for seeking people that are more experienced. We need each other. Young and old, we need each other. This church is, is, we need each other. There's no one who is useless here. If the devil has whispered that you're useless, you are expired, well, then you need to stand up and say, devil, you are a liar, I'm still relevant. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If the devil has whispered this lie to you that your, your, your days are numbered, you are, you, 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 it's too late for you, but let me tell you, the devil is a liar. Even if you save only one person. Even if you, 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 you bless only one person. The Bible says in heaven there's celebration when one sinner, when one sinner repents, there's celebration in heaven. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? You know, I'm excited that God gives us this opportunity. God gives us this season where we can search ourselves and where we are going. But it begins by acknowledging Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Let, let, let me have the, 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 the worship team come up. If you're watching online, or if you're here in the building, and you, don't have any, you do not have a, a relationship with God, you do not have, you've never had an encounter with God. You've heard about Him. You've come to church many times. You know, I always use this example. When I started work, we used to have a clocking machine where you take your card and you put it in and it punches the time you come in, it will punch the time that you leave and you get paid according to those hours. If you forget to clock in, you are not going to get paid, although you are there for the whole day. You may do the best job ever, but if you are not clocked in, don't, don't lose me. If you are not clocked in, you may work 10 hours, but if you are not clocked in, there's no proof that you have worked. Receiving Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, acknowledging Him is like clocking in. You could just join the church and follow others. You can get excited about people singing about the cross, but if you've never taken that opportunity to clock in, you miss it out. This is the end of the podcast. For more information about C3 Rockingham, please visit www.c3r.org.au or call us on 9524 5055.